All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So four states, one week, flying coast to coast. It has been crazy. We've got hot wife stuff to talk about and then some. But first, a thank you to our friends at Cassidy for sponsoring this episode of FPS. For anyone interested in meeting sexy lifestyle folks, you have got to check out Cassidy.com. It is our go-to. Between the two of us, Brendan and myself, we have three profiles on Cassidy and two community pages. One, Front Porch Swingers, the other, Vegas Hotwives. Get over there and check them out. If you are not sure where to go to find sexy folks in your area and beyond, Cassidy is the place for you. Go to FrontPorchSwingers.com, scroll down, hit the banner for Cassidy, and get 30 free days of all the bells and whistles Cassidy has to offer. They truly understand and appreciate lifestyle folks. They know how difficult it can be, and they make it real easy on you. Platforms easy to use, it is fun, and you will start meeting sexy people right away. So again, frontportswingers.com, go down to the bottom of the page, click the Cassidy banner, get yourself 30 free days of everything Cassidy has to offer. You will not be sorry, and hopefully we will see you there. So... You introed us in this week because I sound horrible. Yes, we have all kinds of shit going on. So allergies uh, in abundance. We flew from Vegas to New York to Phoenix, which threw everything off. Actually, it was Vegas to New York, then New Jersey to Phoenix, then drive home to Vegas. It was a little bit more extreme than you're even making. Yeah, I'm trying to make it a little bit simpler, but (laughs) basically our allergies have been all over the place. I sound like shit. You sound worse. You lost your voice. So I'm probably going to do the majority of the talking, so I apologize to everyone in advance. Well, that's not true because I have the retelling today, so you people do. are just going to have to put up with my hoarse voice. Yes, but. <laughs> you do have a sexy retelling, which I think is really kind of appropriate for what we've been through for the last seven, eight days now. It seems like we've been gone a month. It really is crazy. When we were pulling into our complex yesterday, I was like, oh my God, I've never been so excited to see it ever. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know or don't remember from the last episode, we had to jump on a plane. Last Saturday, we were contacted by some amazing folks at a production company asking us if we would do something with them for the lifestyle. And it was very, very, very last minute, like 10 hours last minute. Yes. So we're at the gym. You come and get me. You've got this look on your face. We received an email. We had to make some phone calls, make some arrangements. They got us on a plane Sunday morning to fly from Vegas to New York. Fucking amazing experience. For those of you who follow us on social media, you probably saw some of the pictures. Oh, we were posting like crazy because it was so much fun. We did everything. It didn't do it justice. It was a fucking amazing time. We were staying in Chelsea in the fashion district and we went to Times Square Broadway we were everywhere and we went to this amazing bar called Oscar Wilde which is my new favorite place in the whole world yeah for those of you who have not been you definitely owe it to yourself to check it out if you're in that part of the world it's fucking it's just awesome and just know we had literally dozens of people reaching out to us like why did you not tell us you were going to be in New York we're either (laughs) in New York or we would have driven to New York right we didn't know until like 12 hours before we got on a plane so we apologize we did not know we are uh, held for legal reasons we can't say exactly what we were doing or with whom we were doing it but it was lifestyle related it will be on television and it will come out sometime early summer we'll give more information when we legally can but it was a fucking blast much better than the first experience we had doing something similar but not quite and man what a fucking trip what a whirlwind so from new york they are kind enough to put us on a plane fly us to phoenix because we had an event This past Saturday. Yes. So we got to Phoenix on Wednesday, a couple of days earlier than we originally planned, met some amazing fucking people and had a great fucking time hosting people in Phoenix. What a cool fucking town. It was. It was a great time. It was also our second sold out out of state event. Yes. We sold out our Denver event and then we sold out Phoenix. We purposefully kept this one a little bit smaller because the venue was smaller and we just wanted it to feel a little bit more intimate and for people to really be able to mix and mingle with each other. And I think that was the perfect way to do this event. It just felt close. People got close and bonded and made friendships. And that was very cool to see. Well, I think largely because oddly enough, this party 
was, I'm going to say 50% newbies, like yes. legitimately 50% of the people at this event, couples particularly, this was their very first hot wife event or event of any kind. Right. Very first one, which is crazy. I was so honored by that to have us be your first. I mean, what if it had been a train wreck? Yeah, I'm no so shit. glad it wasn't. Yeah, but. no doubt. But it was it was a lot of fun. And meeting everybody was fucking awesome. We had people coming from all over. It, it was great. Of course, our friends Nick and Nicole were there, fortunately, because we drove back with them from Phoenix to Vegas. And it was a blast. The people who owned the facility that we were in, fucking awesome couple. Love them. We're going to see them again for sure. Yes, and we want to say a very big thank you to the Bull Bang Gang because those guys really made the party, let me tell you. We got in touch with them via Twitter ahead of time. I had seen some of their posts leading up to the event, and they are just like this ridiculously attractive group of guys who does gangbangs together in the Arizona area. Yes. So I reached out and was like, hey, I might have an event you guys might be interested in. And I sent them the information, and they're like, yes. Yes, they were interested. So several of them came out, and it sounds like several of them want to come to future events too but they were really the stars of the show they were so attractive and respectful and consensual and just they knew this space so well you could tell and they were i just i can't i don't have anything but a wonderful things to say about that group yeah and the great thing is with all of the new folks in attendance they made it so easy and comfortable for people to get to know them and to interact and to play and have a great time because they were just fucking awesome dudes great personality these very personable, fun guys. I had a conversation with one of them, which seemed like it went on for about 30 or 45 minutes. We were just having a great fucking chat and everyone was seemed to enjoy their company, which is awesome. They, they did, I mean, again, nothing but fucking great things to say about those dudes. I will say this, a couple of them propositioned me for play and I had horrible allergies going on. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have been all up in that. They were so attractive. Yeah, super group. And we're going to see them again for sure. They come to Vegas quite often. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. But yeah, what a fucking insane week. So I think it's only fair that we talk a little bit about what you and I were just discussing on the bonus episode and even this morning with some of the behavior from people that really is, it's it's come to light, I think for me, even more now that we're doing these different types of events because it's staring is it's staring me right in the face. Right. Right. I mean, it's some, and, and it has to be taken with a grain of salt because this is a small population of the people that we're interacting with the vast majority of people that come to our events that apply for our events that we interact with in the lifestyle in general really are wonderful people but it's kind of like the whole single dude thing like a few bad apples ruin it for everyone it's the same with this scenario well listen i'll keep it brief we got a lot to cover today the simple fact is this if you are not a hot wife couple or a cuckold couple you are not a stag and vixen couple you're not a couple who enjoys the company of single men there really is no reason for you to attend a hot wife event, right? It, it makes no sense to me. It makes zero sense. I do not understand why people are doing that. Not only do you attend such an event, but you make it clear to the hostess at the time that you're not interested in single guys. You and your friends are only interested in each other, not even just other couples, each other. Right. So basically what you're alluding to is we've now had on a couple of different occasions People come to our events who are specifically interested in only playing with the people they already know from past events or from friendship circles. They're coming to our events because they know from other people telling them as much or from our description of our events that they're upscale, which honestly, let's be real. A lot of events are not. No. So they're like, oh, this is going to be a nice, clean environment for us to hook up with our friends. Let's go. And honestly, that would be okay if it weren't for the fact that the behavior once they get there is disrespectful. Yeah. Like, for example, they're saying to me at the door just so you know we're not a hot wife couple we're not here to play with any of the single guys i'm like then why the fuck are you here well unfortunately you didn't tell me this because i i would have asked them to leave it would have been that simple i simply would have refunded them the money and headed them just right out the door here's the bottom line folks there are a lot of couple for couple centric events we're doing one this weekend we are we're doing one this saturday but when an event is specific toward a particular lifestyle bend, if you will, like the hot wife space or the cuckolding space or whatever for you to show up and announce to everyone that you are totally disinterested in what it is that you are really trying to put together and the group that you're trying to cultivate, you're just going to go do your own thing. Look, I have no tolerance for that level of disingenuousness and disrespect, and it's fucking dismissive. So 
the truth of the matter is, once again, we have yet to have a problem with a single male at any fucking event we have held or attended. Not a single the one. The only issues we have are with entitled couples. And if that's who you are, why are you showing up to an event specifically for hot wives and single men? Yep. I, and single women. I don't get it. That shit really does boggle my mind. Yeah, I freaking hate it. I can't stand it. And honestly, I don't care that we were disrespected in that way. I care way more that we had, we've had we had single guys come up to us like, yeah, this couple really doesn't want to interact with me. They made it pretty clear they're not here for the single guys. And we I'm had like, couples asking. It's a hot wife event. Yeah, we had couples who were new to the space going, well, it's weird. These couples are only interested in each other. Like, what's going on? I mean, how do you explain that in the middle of a hot wife event yeah. to people who really are new to the space and just trying to get their feet wet and trying to decide if it's something they really want to do i mean look well, and here here's the bottom line i think we need to explain this for those of you who are couple for couple centric okay we are not of course we are not saying anything against the way that you choose to be in the lifestyle we respect everyone's decisions the problem is there are so few opportunities for us hot wives and single guys we have gone to so many events where single guys are completely left out of the equation and everybody assumes that only affects the single guys it doesn't it affects couples like us too well because it, it, we're there for the single guys so we are left out of the equation a lot and honestly that's okay once again every event host can choose for themselves who comes to the party what the mix is what the vibe is that is totally okay but when we throw an event that is specifically for hot wife couples and single guys you also have to respect that well you say that but at the same time where we don't care how people play you decide how to play as long as there's consent all the way around that is your business if it's couples if it's singles whatever not it's we don't care do your thing it's the couples that shit on the people who do play in the hot wife space see the problem is in the lifestyle there aren't any events where couples aren't welcome right that's not a thing right there are events where single guys aren't and in some cases single gals but couples are always welcome you know the inn is always open for the couples right so they don't know how it feels to be left exactly out. so yeah. that sense of entitlement is overwhelming but the one thing you probably shouldn't do just at a fucking normal courtesy is to be disrespectful enough to announce to people that this is why we're here and we don't care and you're not special you know the truth is you're not special you're the norm in this space we're not the norm right you're the fucking norm right so go to any event you want play any way you want to but me, you it's don't have like, to be shitty about it it's kind of like gay bars to me like there are a lot of people that like they'll go to gay bars and then they're upset when they get hit on at the gay bars I'm upset when I don't get like hit straight on people go there especially in a place like Vegas because the dr the drinks are so cheap but after we talked about the, going to the gay bar on a recent episode we had a couple of people that reached out and were like yeah we used to go to the gay bars but I was getting hit on all the time there it's a gay bar it's a safe space if you don't want to be hit on by gay men don't go to a space that is a safe space for gay men well listen i i'm pretty pissed off if i don't get hit on at the gay bar you first always get hit on at the i'm gay bar. trying to be the center of attention because i fucking love it i think it's great also it's it's kind of like getting id'd i just got id'd for the first time in phoenix i went to buy a liquor and was the, it a woman yes oh she was totally hitting and, on you well then. the gal she id'd me i was like for real? Like, really? She's like, oh, yeah, I have to ID everybody. You didn't ID everybody because you didn't ID the guy behind me, and I was older than he was, and I watched her. No, but you. Just, she wanted to spend just a little bit of extra time with you. That's was, what was going on You know, on it's there. the same kind of thing. Like, <laughs> you go to a gay bar and you're, you're upset because some other guy is hitting on you? Like, get the fuck out of well, here. Well, it's the same thing. If you go to a hot wife event and you're upset that single guys are hitting on you, what the fuck do you think you're there for? They weren't upset that single guys were hitting on them. They were almost upset that single guys were present. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. You know? And... And that's fine. If you don't want to be in the company of single men as a couple in this lifestyle, here's a free fucking tip. Don't go to hot wife events. <laughs> don't do that. I think maybe that'll be our tip of the week this week, because the truth of the matter is we've encountered so many amazing single men this past week, whether it was digitally or at our event. I don't have anything bad to say. No. I don't have any real tips or constructive criticism whatsoever. It's the couples that need it this week. Yeah. And listen, I, I don't understand it. We are earnestly trying to make this space, the hot wife space, the cuckolding space, which we're going to talk about a little bit today, really more mainstream, at least in the lifestyle. Right. So the idea that people are still just 
thumbing their noses at the idea that couples like us play with single men or enjoy entertaining single guys. Or that single men exist in the lifestyle at all. And, and it's funny because they're, it's always the couples. Well, we, they're always pointing out the bad single guy behavior. I'm sure it exists. I know it does. Well, I mean, we've we, seen We've it. seen the digital existence of that. We have not seen it in person. We have never experienced it at an event. Only couples have been an issue for us at events, whether it's one we've hosted or one we've attended. Yep. That's the bottom line. So before couples who are the couple for couple people start shitting and throwing rocks at the single guys, you need to start looking at yourselves and your own behavior. That's yep. really, I mean, that's where, where I'm at with this because it's, it's really unacceptable. You don't have to like everything in the space or any space, but you don't have to be shitty about it. Right. You know? I completely agree so, with you. So anyway. That's my fucking rant on the, the couples thing for fucking parties as of late. Well, I want to hear you get back to the cuckold thing because I didn't realize we were going down that road today, but I am intrigued. Well, we are. Well, let's do this first. So as you said, single guy tip of the week. I'm going to give you a couple tip of the week. This one's free. I got a text message this morning, as I told you earlier. I didn't even share it with you yet. Screenshot from a friend of ours who is a coupled person from a friend of theirs who is a single person in this space, basically being told by a couple that because he's the single guy, he has to jump through all the hoops. He's the one that has to acquiesce. He He's basically their puppet is essentially what this thing read. It was atrocious. I Boo, thought it was a joke. I hate that. So yeah, if you're a couple in the space and you genuinely want to be in the hot wife space and this couple seems to, to be those people, you have a responsibility to treat that single guy like you would a couple. You need to be fucking polite. Don't expect the guy to just acquiesce and bend the knee every time you ring the bell. That's well, we, not okay. We've talked about it on the podcast too, but how many single guys have we told don't fucking acquiesce? You no. know, they'll reach out with some horrible couple thing and they're like, is this just what I have to deal with in the lifestyle? Absolutely not. No, you absolutely. have couples like us, you have couples like Nick and Nicole, people who are eager to hang out with quality single men. Quality men. Yeah, it doesn't mean the guys get a free pass, but you know, you don't need to be treating people like that because at the end of the day, the guy's a human being, he's an individual. You just can't treat people like that. So if you're a couple trying to get into the hot wife space, that's my free advice. Treat them like you would I expect to be treated certainly and treat how you would treat another couple do yep. that you or know? just you know a human being in general yeah just don't be fucking shitty i'm so tired of that behavior in this space it's crazy so anyway to the cuckolding yes please it's, it's <laughs> as been... soon as you said that everything just stood up i love that word <laughs> well the truth is we've had a lot of conversations about it as of late and some of the things that have transpired in the last week got me thinking about it, including a conversation that you and I had with someone else based on our being out of town. And the truth of the matter is I am starting to believe wholeheartedly that the hot wife space and the cuckold space are simply not that far removed from one another. And I think there are components of both that should coexist for me. And I have been feeling that way more and more particularly since we have been hosting events and I'm, and I'm watching the behavior of some of the attendees, the husbands or the male counterparts, for example, there is a levity, you know, and pure bliss that these guys get that I can relate to Yeah. when their wives are otherwise engaged with other men. I don't want to say it's, it's erotic necessarily, but it is certainly, it's contagious. Let's say that. Okay. It's contagious. That watching their behavior when they know that their wives are being satiated and really thoroughly enjoying themselves, whether they're present or not, mind you, whether they're watching or not, or they're just having a conversation with me, knowing full well something's going on in another room. Well, you can always tell when somebody's wife is like playing because yes. they're walking around, they're kind of twiddling their thumbs a little bit or yeah, nervously you know, playing pool or something like yeah, anything. But they're smiling. You'll ask yeah. them how they're doing. I always try to, you know, go up to them and I, I can always tell when someone's wife is off playing. So I'll sure. always go, you know, can I get you a bottle of water? How you doing over here? They're like, no, everything's great. And it is. It's wonderful to see. And it's a beautiful part of the lifestyle that I don't think enough people give credit to. No, they, no, absolutely not. Way too few people are really, I think, open-minded enough to get an understanding of what that would feel like. And yeah. it's hard to explain. It's difficult to explain to someone who doesn't want to understand it, right? right? If you are not open to the idea of your partner playing separately or alone, you're going to have a really difficult time wrapping your head around how this feels. But for me personally, and I think it's a conversation you and I'll have 
you know, when we're both, our heads are out of the clouds and we're, we're figuring out this week what the rest of the week is going to look like for us because we've got another event Saturday and, and what, you know, it's something you said to me really stood out. Actually, you didn't say it to me. You said it to the person we were talking to. You said it in my presence that the hot wife space is really what speaks to us and particularly to you. And that was important for me to hear because I, not that I don't hear it enough, obviously from you, but my knowing that the space that we're in is just as fulfilling for you as it is for me is the only reason it is going to be fulfilling for me. Right. So it, it, it was really, it was important for me to hear that. And particularly for you to say it to someone who is, you know, completely separate from our world. This was just someone we were having a conversation with. Right. So that's a big deal. But the cuckolding space has got me thinking. I, I firmly believe, and I think I said this out loud, for me personally, being in the hot wife space, I believe that the cuckold space and the hot wife space are are related. They're certainly, at, at minimum, they're distant cousins. Well, I think we have to be real because we've said a couple of different times now, and friend of the show, Mistress K, who yes. we have interviewed before, has pointed out a couple of times where we have dissected stories we've talked about certain things on the podcast talked about certain fantasies and she has multiple times pointed out you realize that's very much cuckolding right absolutely like, that would be what people would consider to be cuckolding right and i think that's very fair i think we flirt with that line and honestly i wish that we didn't have to choose one or the other because i feel like we should just be able to like do whatever we want well, and, why do we have to choose though well because i feel like people are so hung up on the terms people yeah, but I'm are done with so that. weird about the terms if we got on and started calling ourselves a cuckold couple i think people would be con confused by that well the problem is in general having to put labels on all of this shit right i've had this conversation a hundred times with people like right. how many times I'm just do saying i have in to terms change of how we describe ourselves to other people for and sure honestly we have a more difficult time with that than the average person because we have a fucking podcast about it well also we don't as we clearly just realized or just pointed out it's not that we're simply just a hot wife couple. We have played with other couples. We are flirting with this cuckold space that now has got more of my attention and all of those different things. So again, I've got to change how I describe who we are as a couple. So if that's something I have to do to make other people understand it, that's fine. But I think overall, as a stag vixen couple, as a hot wife couple, as a cuckold couple, there is an inner relation going on there that people are just going to have to wrap their heads around. There just is. You know what we will probably never have? I'm going to say, I'm not going to say never because I never say never, but probably never have a female-led relationship. <laughs> no. Well, see, that's You're part of it. You're very much the dominant force outside right. of our play. Well, that's part of it for me. I think that's the difficult part for me to get my head around because when it comes to the cuckold space, Barring the humiliation or potential humiliation factor that a lot of times will play a role for various reasons in a, in a cuckold uh, dynamic, we don't share that uh, necessarily. But the other portion of it is having that female-led relationship. Now, I don't want anyone listening to this to not believe that you're the fucking boss because like everybody who has a partner like me, you just you choose your battles wisely. I don't get in. You know, if you just want something, we just do it unless I think it's unsafe or unwise. And then I'll give you my two cents. But, you know, jokingly, yes, you're the boss and that's just the way it is. I'm, I'm going to follow your lead, particularly in this space. But. No, outside of the bedroom, you are the alpha. Yes, yeah, Absolutely. And yeah. I'm totally okay with that. That works in our relationship. Yeah, that's who we are. <laughs> that works in our relationship. But more and more, I'm seeing that I'm kind of taking the reins in our sexual world. Right. And I love that. I think it's such a cool transition for us. Yeah, for sure. Now, again, the, the thing about it I find a little bit difficult for me is giving up the, I don't want to say control, but the security piece of it and the safety piece of it. That's just one of those things. I, well, maybe I you won't... need to trust me to have that for myself a little bit more. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's something that I get a little bit concerned with. For I am a 32 lot years old. I know I don't always act it, but you rarely act. I age. hardly ever act. See, I rarely. either act 17 or I act 97. Right. One or the other. Yes. Yeah. Or seven years old. <laughs> Actually, seven or eight. You're right in that range, too. But yeah, the safety piece of it, the security piece of it, definitely. Uh, uh, concerns me. So maybe I have to have a conversation with our friend, Mistress K, and see how that how that plays out for me. I think you should. Yeah, I may very well do that. Well, we have a lot of fun to get to today. I'm very excited for this retelling because this gentleman has kind of started to become a staple in my world in terms of my sexual exploration. He's a very different sex partner than I've had before. And I'm going to explain a little bit why that is and why he has me so intrigued right now. So we're going to get to that very shortly. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. 
This episode of FPS is brought to you by your friends at Promescent. They have the best bedroom wellness products on the market, including their condoms. And let me tell you, after hosting some events and seeing the condoms that people bring, I am more and more impressed by Promescent's. They come in these awesome little three packs, which I think are perfect for you to bring to lifestyle events. So you're not bringing a big clunky box with you that you have to unwrap there and find a place to throw out all the packaging. They're just incredibly convenient. I also really like their lube for that same reason. I understand we go through a lot of lube. Some people have like pump bottles of lube next to their bed, but for lifestyle events, the lube bottles from Permescent are really perfect. They come in these cute little bottles, very easy to tuck away and take with you. They don't get sticky. They're very high quality. And we just think that you should check out all of Promescent's products by heading over to promescent.com today. That is P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T.com. Check out all of their bedroom wellness products and let us know what you think after you get them hey guys two awesome events we have coming up here in april in las vegas the first is this saturday april 9th it is sultry in sin city we've got some sexy folks coming out to this event it is all inclusive couples single men and single ladies we want to introduce or should i say reintroduce everyone to the premier lifestyle location in las vegas that is this saturday april 9th on the 21st of april we have the real hot wives of las vegas our typical hot wife Vegas style party. You will not want to miss this. If you are a hot wife couple, cuckold couple, you're just a stag and vixen couple that wants to be around some sexy like-minded folks. Our party on the 21st is the place for you to be. The real hot wives of Las Vegas. We want to see you all there. Check out members.frontporchswingers.com for all of the event information. So the past few weeks have been really interesting as far as sexual scenarios and experiences have gone because I talked about this a few weeks in a row, the week of sensuality, if you will, and how that had me kind of questioning what I wanted out of play scenarios and also had me more invigorated to start looking for a kinky partner again. It has also, though, kind of spurred some new fantasies for me. And I think part of that is because I love that I have regular play partners. I love that I have people in my life that spur so many sensual, amazing moments. But I also want to have some adventure. For which sure. I actually laid out a brand new fantasy for you this week that I know you're going to come through for me on. Well, fortunately, we have just made some new friends uh, in Phoenix that I think I'm going to enlist the help of uh, to try to pull some of this off. No, no, no. Off. It has to be a stranger. I understand that. Doesn't well, mean they could probably know point you in the direction of a exactly. stranger. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. So I've got some folks I can tap into uh, for because, again, you're not making it easy on me. The gangbang was one thing. This is next level stuff. There's a lot of moving parts to putting this together. So well, if I do... Well, the would be easy now. We would just drive to Arizona and meet up with those guys. I don't even need to do that. I think they'd come here. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> we can put the gangbang together much easier than the, the first time I did it. This, on the other hand, I feel like if I pull this one off, I should get some kind of like lifestyle trophy. I think there's something I should be able to like a, a ribbon or something. I would say a sexual favor, but we know that you get those all the time anyway. Yeah, it's so not the same. It's thing. not a reward. Yeah, we don't no. use that as rewards and punishment like some people do <laughs> no. in their relationships. No, no. <laughs> so yeah, I, this is not going to be easy, but I am eager to put it together for a lot of reasons. One, because it's super hot, and, it, and of course it turns you on. But also back to what we were talking about earlier, this kind of meshing of the cuckold hot wife space that I'm really intrigued by at this point. I think there's something to that for me. So the more I think about it, the more interested I am in trying to pull this thing off. Well, this fantasy specifically, and I'm not going to say exactly what it is because it will make for a fucking phenomenal story if and when you pull it off. Yes. But it is very much delving into that cuckold space. So. For sure. And not going to be easy. So don't uh, don't hold your breath to hear this story just yet. Oh, I think it should happen in the next month or two. I believe in you. Okay. So we'll, we'll figure see. it out. But yeah, I'm excited for those kinds of experiences. I guess the reason I bring this up is because I'm learning to appreciate both. I feel like I can have all of it. I can have my cake and eat it too. Well, of course. That's the best part about being in the lifestyle. And I really appreciate experiences like the one we're going to talk about today because it's not this wild, crazy, over-the-top thing, but it was so erotic. There were moments of this that were so just ingrained in my brain still today. I mean, even after this week of travel and craziness, I still am having these flashback moments to my time with this man and just how hot and, I will say, simmering. I will say these moments were much more simmering. You know, like when I had my gangbang, it was wild and crazy and fast, and there are parts of it I don't even remember because 
because of that. Well, certain things you couldn't even see. Let's face it. Versus this experience was very simmering for me. It was not this explosion of eroticism, but there were these moments that were so steamy. And I just appreciate this man so much. And I'm also going to say we came up with a name for him because the last time we talked about him, we referred to him as S on the show. And I don't fucking like that. I don't want to just go with letters of the alphabet. T is T because he chose the name T. Right. But uh, S said he doesn't care what we call him. So I'm going to call him Sean. Okay. Sean it is. Well, on the subject of the story that we're going to tell today or that you're going to retell, I think it relates really well to what we were talking about this again the meshing of the two worlds of the you know the cuck holding space and the hot wife space because essentially how this thing played out is you pretty much told me we weren't talking about it you just said to me hey I have a date uh, on this day at this time basically saying get your ass out of the house so that I can have my play date which you know doesn't happen all that often normally we talk about it first but this is someone that we both know and we both have met obviously and so in situations like that, it's easy for you to do so. Well, you trusted me a little bit on this one because actually yeah. what I said was, I need you out of the house at this time. Right. And you immediately knew that that meant that I had a play date, but I didn't tell you that I had a date. Right. You kind of smirked at me and you said, who is it? And I said, I'm not telling you. Right. And I could tell immediately that that turned you on. Yeah, it wasn't so much that you that I didn't know you had a date. That's obviously why you needed me out of here. I just didn't know who the participant was. Yeah, and yeah. I wanted there to be some mystery in it. I wanted you to be wondering because obviously you have now physically seen everyone that I'm playing with regularly. Right. I wanted you to be out of the house kind of running through the scenarios in your head of like, oh, who could it be? Is it this person? Is it that person? What are they doing? Yeah. I figured that would be a little bit of extra oomph for you. Yeah, so I mean, once you told me that, you know, I got my shit together, put some of my work stuff in order, went out and kind of found a table outside someplace outside of a coffee shop and sat down and did some work and tried to keep myself busy, uh, made some phone calls and, you know, all the kind of normal shit that we do while you had this play date, which ended up taking much longer than I anticipated. It was a long play session and I fucking loved it. So anyway, Sean comes to the house. I told him ahead of time, too, that he didn't know that you didn't know he was the one coming over. Right. right. And he also kind of loved that. He's like, that feels naughtier for some reason. I'm like, <laughs> it absolutely does. So and also I asked him ahead of time, do you want me to have anything ready for you as far as like a drink? Do you want me to make some coffee? Do you you know, what do you want? He's like, oh, I'd love a tall glass of ice water. Well, in our house, that's a, a fucking thing because I have to get the ice. We have these like special little trays, right. but they were stuck in there. So I got all this ice water ready for him. Him, and he walked in and I handed him the ice water and he's like, I don't even need it. And he put it down on the table and just started making out with me. Wow. And I loved that because this is a man whose energy is not usually that way. It's once again, he's gotten comfortable with me enough to just like take control. And I'm starting to see a much more alpha side of him. And I am so turned on by that. That's interesting because like I said, the first time we met him, I didn't get that feeling from him. But again, as you have been playing with him, it turns out that that's really more his kind of personality. Well, he's very much about my pleasure. And I, I was thinking back to it too. And I messaged him when he was on his way. Because the other thing that he and I've been doing a lot of, which I love, is kind of teasing each other and getting each other revved up for a session. So at the same time that I'm asking about his drinking preferences, he's telling me, I hope you're wearing something sexy for me. And I'm like, oh, you know, I am. And I'm moisturizing my whole body for you. And he's like, I'm going to pounce on you when you walk in the door. And I was like, I bet you won't. Like kind of testing him, teasing him. Well, he fucking did. Well, and good. I loved it. Yeah. Listen, again, it's it goes back to the idea of having, you know, regular play partners to some degree. You can have those conversations. They're easy to have. They're fluid. And, you know, once you get together because you've already had some experiences and you have a history, it just makes the play. It just seems like it like it, it matters more for some reason. I don't know. To me, it just it's different. Yeah. You say it matters more. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that you're just more able to be yourself. It's Maybe. like you try less. Maybe. You try less and therefore you get more. That's my just personal opinion. That's also why I think it takes a lot to have a regular play partner. For sure. Because when you're more yourself, a lot of times the asshole comes out or the bad qualities that don't fit with you come out. Right. But Sean is the complete opposite. The more that I learn about him, the more that I'm in a sexual space with 
with him, the more I am just so fucking into this man. So we are making out in the living room. We're touching all over each other. He stops at one point to pay me some compliments. And of course, I'm gushing over that. I tell him how sexy he looks. And let me also say this. I think we should describe Sean a little bit because I'm not sure that we've done that. And I think that this tells a lot about his story and our time together. Okay. Sean is a very intelligent, well put together man. He is in the tech field. He is somebody that if you just saw him out on the street somewhere, you would not think that this is like a sexual authorio or a man that has been in the lifestyle for 15 years. He doesn't look like that type of guy. And I know that's ridiculously stereotypical, but I just know when I look at certain people, I'm like, yeah, that guy's probably naughty. And then other guys, I'm like, I would be very surprised if that guy is naughty. Yeah. He's, well, I think what it is is that he's, he's very buttoned up. Uh, and if you meet him and you had a conversation with him, I think the last thing you would think is that this is someone who plays in this space. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I love that because I thought about it even as he's walking in the door. He has this nice button down shirt on, these nice slacks. He has his glasses on. He looks like he just came from his tech job, which he did. But, yeah. you know, he does not look like the type of guy that's going to fucking throw you around and dick you down for two hours. Correct. And I like that. I like that hidden kinkiness because I'm all about that. It's one of the reasons. I kind of dress, you know, a little bit more conservatively sometimes and I like to look kind of cutesy and then let the slut out of the bag because it surprises people more. Yeah, there a lot of people are surprised by just how, you know, your physical or sexual prowess because you don't appear that way. You're very kind of demure and you're a little awkward and, you know, giggly. Awkward, and, come on. Yeah, you know, you're awkward. <laughs> awkward in a cute way though, right? Yeah, but you know, again, you're also the kind <laughs> you of person. Paused. You definitely pause. You're also the kind of person who's going to put on heels and absolutely trip on every crack on the sidewalk. Yeah, or I'm going to put on heels in the bedroom and rock your fucking world. Exactly, so, that's you know, the difference. I'll take what I can get. Yes. <laughs> so anyway. We're making out in the living room. He's paying me all these compliments. I start kissing on his neck. He's loving that. And I also really liked, because the last two times that I was with Sean, I was really the one kind of initiating, like, actual play. As in, come to the bedroom and let's get this going. Right. And this was the first time that he was like, I need you in the bedroom. And I was like, oh. I love those words coming out of someone's mouth. I think the reason I like men taking charge, period, is because I like to feel wanted and I like to feel as if someone is kind of um, courting me, even if it's just for sex. Yeah, no, listen, I'm much the same way. We talk about this a lot where I am not someone who's going to make that move necessarily because I certainly don't want to uh, attend a party that I'm not invited to kind of thing. Yeah, but it's also it's flattering. So maybe you should do it more often. No, well, yeah, I guess. But but it's it's different. It's a little different for men, I think, in this space uh, as it is for women or than it is for women. And I think it should be that. I think it's a little different for men than it is for women. You know, for me to come off a certain way makes me feel, you know, I don't want to be the creepy guy. I don't want to be the pushy guy. I don't want to be assertive. You know, I I wouldn't do that. That's not my personality. There is a huge difference between telling someone what you want and being creepy. And I'll just say Sean has it nailed. And I wasn't expecting it because he hasn't done it in the past. Right. Both of the other two times, if you guys remember the stories that we told, this was very much him about my pleasure and asking me what I wanted and really kind of letting me take the lead, which I appreciated. But at the same time, there was this part of me that was like, is this going to be sustainable long term? Because I like an alpha man. I like a man who can take charge. And if you can't, this might have a shelf life. Well, the fact that he comes in and tells me I need you in the bedroom with this look on his face of such intensity and pointedness, I was like, fuck yes. And the second he did that, I knew it was going to be a good night. Well, yeah, that's, you know, that's a way that someone like Sean adds life to his shelf life, (laughs) you know, stepping outside the box. He just, you know, that, that sell by date just got pushed back a little further. Well, hopefully not for a long time. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm like, okay, I skedaddle into the bedroom, (laughs) skedaddle. I haven't used that word in a hot minute. (laughs) Yeah. And I had on this dress and underneath I had on lingerie. Again, I wanted to be, you know, kind of the demure one on the outside with the kink going on on the inside. So I had this pink little dress on and I had a red and black teddy underneath. It's all lace. It's freaking perfect. It snaps in the right places. It ties in the right places. It just makes me feel ridiculously sexy. It creates this perfect little hourglass figure on me, which I love. Yeah, I love that piece of lingerie. 
So we get into the bedroom and he starts to see the straps under my pink dress because it kind of starts falling off on one side. And he remarks on that immediately. And he's like, I knew that you were way too conservatively dressed for a play session. I just knew that this was not you. And I just smiled at him and he said, do you mind if I take the dress off? And I said, absolutely not. So he pulls it up over my head and kind of sets it down on the bed next to me and just starts touching me everywhere. And there was such a thoughtfulness to his touch. Like he knows at this point where I like to be touched and he makes that very obvious. So for example, he starts kind of massaging me around the back of the neck, the nape of my neck. And then he starts kissing me on the neck. He knows that I have that spot. Then he goes down onto kind of my clavicle area. He's touching and massaging me there. He just knows that I have these erogenous zones and he's really focusing his attention on that. And I am so turned on by the whole thing of fucking course. And I start rubbing his cock over his pants which I love that move because it's a tease a little bit. Like I know what's there. I've seen it, but I don't have full access to it yet. And I feel it getting hard. I can kind of tell that it's getting harder as my hand is there too, but I don't have full access yet. Well, you're teasing yourself as much as you are him. Yeah, absolutely. That's part of it, too. Like, I didn't say take your pants off. I was just taking my time with it. Again, not something I usually do, but I was really feeling the energy with him, and I wanted him to continue to take the reins in this situation. Yeah, of course. So we did that for a while. We're just kind of massaging on each other, enjoying each other's bodies. He is very oral, so I knew fairly quickly that he was going to want to lay me down and go down on me, which is exactly what happened. But unlike the last couple of times where it was like, hey, do you want to lay down so I can go down on you? It was more like, you should lay down and open your legs for me. And I was like, oh, fuck, yes, I love that. So I did, of course. I lay down. I unbutton my teddy at the bottom. I kind of hike it up a little bit so my ass is exposed. And he starts going down on me. And I've mentioned it twice now, but Sean is fucking artful with his mouth. He is so good. I've gotten very lucky. All of my regular play partners right now are so good at eating pussy. And that's... Well, that's why they're regular play partners. It is part of it for sure. But I also kind of just lucked into it because I've had so much bad oral. I was just thinking about this the other day. Like the percent of men I would classify as good at oral is like maybe 20%. Yeah. So the fact that I have three play partners right now that are all really fucking good at oral is amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty good ratio. Your percentages are high. Yeah. I'm batting very well here. So he starts going down on me. The other thing I love about how he does oral is he really takes it all in. Like, for example, he starts breathing on my pussy before he starts eating it. And it's almost like he's, like, smelling me in that moment. Well, just taking all the pheromones in and, you know, every all, the essence is just is the key, really. I found it so sexy because a lot of times, especially when it's a newer person, Sean's not new to me, but I get kind of in my head about oral because I know some guys don't like it and they do it by... They do it out of responsibility rather than because they feel like it's an obligation. Yeah. So I know that as they're down there, they're not really enjoying it. And I can sense that. But the fact that he's like sniffing me in as he's like getting ready to go down on me, I was so into that. Yeah. Well, again, it's like someone, someone's entire essence. It's, it's so pure, you know, for sure. And then he starts licking me and he starts licking around my clit before he suctions onto my clit. I will also say this. Even men who are really, really good at eating pussy don't always understand the art of a suction. Right. Some people are so into the licking motion. That's really nice temporarily, but I have almost never been able to come from tongue up and down or tongue swirling on my clit. I need the suction. The suction is what works. And he is so good at that. And he's also good at starting it lightly and kind of building because if you go right to this hard suction on my clit, it's going to hurt. So he understands how to build that momentum and really kind of use his mouth to create this nice build of suction. And at the same time, he's using his fingers and kind of putting, putting them up and down my pussy lips. And then he sinks a couple of fingers inside of me while he's making it more intense with the suction on my clit. And of course I came very hard from all of that. It was lovely. Yeah. I am not surprised. That is, I mean, that's what works for you. I'm sure it works for a lot of people, but it certainly works for you. You are so good at that. For anyone that wants to know about Brian's oral skills, Brian is a master suctioner. (laughs) I think, listen, I'll, I'll say, and I tell a lot of people, the key to oral, in my opinion, for what it's worth, is really being able to read the person that you're with's body language and taking direction. 
Yeah, for sure, because we're not all the same. But yeah. you know what I like, and it's yes, a I lot do. of suction. So he made me come, and of course, I want to repay the favor. He comes up to kiss me. He has my fucking pussy juices all over his mouth. We're making out with each other. I'm tasting myself on him, which I've said a couple of times recently. Fucking turns me on. I love it so much. And I'm like, I want to go down on you now. And he's like, oh, no, I'm not done. And I know when he says that, he truly means it. It's not as if he's like, oh, I feel like I have to go down there again. Right. Or like, or some guys will do it because they're not getting hard yet, and they feel like if they continue to go down on you, they will, which doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Like, let me pleasure you, and we'll probably get you there. But I just felt like when he said that, it meant that he really, truly wanted to eat more of my pussy. Yeah, some people you just know it's genuine, you know. And this was one of those simmery moments to me. Okay, so he says that to me, like, "I'm not done with you. I want to go down on you again." He kisses me again, and then he starts licking his way down my body. So I still have the lingerie on, but I have my tits pulled out. Out. He licks down my neck and onto my tits, kind of stops at each of my tits. But for most of the time that he's doing this, he's giving me this amazing eye contact, this confident, assertive eye contact. Like basically what he was saying with his eyes is like, you just lay back and let me do what I fucking want. Yeah. It's, listen, it's unspoken, right? I mean, there's something to be said for not having to talk about it, just doing it. And again, a guy you would never expect that kind no. of look to come from this very unassuming very handsome but very unassuming man to look at you with such assuredness and such eroticism i mean there is something very special about that yeah like i said he's not that the guy that when you meet him you're like oh this is he's certainly a quite a swordsman you can tell he's been around that you just don't get that you know, not at all. No, although you, we should stop saying that because I feel like all of my best sexual partners have been like that. Yes. It's usually the guys that you think like, oh, he's probably great in bed and then they're not great in bed. Yeah. So well, we should probably stop stereotyping. Probably. I'm just saying I like the fact that he doesn't seem like very unassuming. I know. I think there's something about a sleeper. There's something something very cool about that. <laughs> So I would not call him a sleeper in any way. He's super fucking hot. No, I mean, <laughs> someone who is, you know, who you would not, someone that you said, pick out of the, this room of a hundred guys who you believe is A, a lifestyle guy and B, you know, super experienced in eating pussy, probably not <laughs> the guy that you're going to choose in most cases. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Very fair. So anyway, he's continuing to just kind of work his way down my body. I still have the teddy on kind of over my stomach. So he stops there and then he starts going down to my thighs and he starts licking and kind of nibbling on my thighs and it's driving me crazy. I keep giggling because it feels so good. And at one point he kind of looks up at me and he's like, I love when you giggle. I think it's so endearing. And I was like, good, because I'm not going to stop. Well, that's what you do. So he then goes back to my pussy, continues to eat me out, makes me come like fucking crazy. And then we swap and he gets completely undressed and lays down on his back. And this is also something I really liked. I told him, I believe it was the first time we were together, what he wanted me to do to really pleasure his cock. And I remembered that. I remembered that he liked kind of the hand motion with the suctioning of the mouth. I remember that he really liked his balls being played with. So I'm doing all of that for him. And he's giving me so many compliments. He's like, oh my God, I can't believe you remembered that I like that. That is so good. I remember how you did that the first time. I've been thinking about it ever since. And again, I believe it when he says it there. I I've been told many times, oh, you give the best blowjobs. But I feel like every guy says that to every woman who gives at least a decent blowjob. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I mean, some guys are like, they say it because they don't want you to stop, basically. Yeah, I know that I'm not the best blowjob giver in the entire fucking world. Uh, you're, you're right up there. I mean, I, I think I'm at least 10th percentile. But my point is, there are some guys that say that. And I'm like, yeah, OK. But with him, when he says, I love that, I love how you're doing that. I've been thinking about it ever since your, my cock was last in your mouth. I truly believe that he means it sure and i was so flattered and i was so motivated to just continue to fucking suck all over this beautiful cock and there was also this really hot moment where he started stroking his own cock while i was licking his balls but i was positioning myself to the point where i could kind of lick his balls and still kind of look up at his face at the same time because he had two pillows sitting behind him so he was almost at this perfect angle where i could see like his hand stroking his cock his face my face and mouth down by his balls and he is just smiling down at me while he's stroking this cock it was so 
fucking hot. It was like this mental snapshot that I'm not going to forget for a long time. Well, now I won't either. Yeah, you're welcome. It was so fucking hot. So that went on for quite a while. And then he said that he needed to fuck me. And I said, absolutely. And this was also sexy. So I hand him a condom off the side of the table and he's putting it on, but he's purposefully teasing me while he's putting it on. Because I think he listened to a previous episode where I told, said it took forever for him to put on a condom. So he was like, barely rolling it onto his cock and I kept saying like I want that cock I need you to fuck me why is this taking so long and he's looking over at me like playfully but also kind of like I'm in control that's what it felt like in this moment it felt like a very assertive move right well yeah passive aggressive kind of thing yeah but playful not like asshole-ish and I loved it I was so fucking into it and of course it just made me want him even more yeah of course it's that it's the the anticipation right yes so he asked how I wanted it I told him I wanted him to fuck me on top so i lay down on my back and he sinks into me of course stretches me because he has a beautiful nice big cock and so he's inside of me and this is also one of the things i absolutely love about playing with him is the energy between us especially in this position where we can look at each other everything is so comfortable like we're looking right at each other the whole time we're not closing our eyes we're not cutting ourselves off from each other's energy we're truly appreciating each other in that moment and it just makes everything more enjoyable for me well that's just part of the whole idea of this you know having these regular play partners that you and i have and playing during the day we have a lot of daytime play yeah part of it is definitely daytime play this was like six o'clock at night though I don't remember it being that late, but I guess. Yeah, Yeah, this was not a late play session, but it was not an early play session. But for me, it's not necessarily about the regular play partner thing because I have regular play partners that half the time we fuck, we're closing our eyes. And that doesn't mean that it's not connected. But to me, the real chemistry with someone, when you can tell that everything is just meshing 100%, is when you can look in each other's eyes the whole fucking time and you're comfortable doing so. And not only comfortable, but it actually adds to the experience. Right. That's a true level of chemistry to me. And that was exactly what was going on. We're staring at each other's eyes. The only time we're really closing our eyes is to make out with each other. And the whole time he's just pushing himself inside of me. He is sweating. His sweat is dripping onto me. I don't care at all. Like it, it's just so nice. In fact, we were making out with each other and we, it must've been a pretty wet makeout session because he stopped and went down to my neck and was kind of licking and kissing on my neck. But it was just so like drooly on my neck and I loved that. It was so hot because when bodily fluids start flying and nobody fucking cares besides cum because that's not safe. But you know what I mean? Yeah. When, when fluids start flying and nobody's too concerned about it, that's when you know you're really in the moment. Yeah. When that becomes like a non-issue, no one's even concerned about, you know, not looking cute or not. It's not super sexy to be slobbering on each other. Like no one gives a shit about that. I don't give a flying fuck. And that comes from a very vain woman. Yeah, so for sure. So that went on for quite a while. And then I was like, I want you to fuck me from behind. And he says, okay. So I get on all fours and again, much more aggressive of a moment than I was expecting from him. He pushes inside of me and grabs my hair and kind of yanks it from the back. And he's like, I know you like that. And I was like, I fucking love that. So he pulls a little harder as he's just sinking this cock into me. And he has one hand kind of wrapped around my around my shoulder, almost around my neck at the same time that he's pulling my hair and just pounding me. It was so much more aggressive than it's been in the past. He was so confident. He's just fucking me like crazy and I'm coming over and over again. In fact, one time I came so hard, I just pushed him right out of me. And that's when we kind of took a breather to like lay next to each other and it was very hot to do that too because there's still so much chemistry flying back and forth between us that we didn't just stop. We were still touching each other and kissing on each other and he's reaching down and touching on my tits and kind of pulling on my nipples a little bit and It was still very steamy. There was just a lot going on. And pretty quickly, he told me to turn around. He's kind of spooning me from behind and almost kind of like rubbing his cock on me a little bit as he's like whispering naughty things in my ear. And oh my God, I was so turned on by the whole thing. And I felt him getting rock hard again behind me. So I was like, I really want to stick your cock in my mouth again. And he said, absolutely. And I said, would you maybe want to face fuck me a little bit? And he said, absolutely. So that's exactly what happened. I kind of played with his body 
balls again, licked them a little bit, was kind of juggling them around in my mouth, if you will. And then I went to his cock. And again, such a confident moment. He's just kind of rocking back and forth in my mouth. And I was using one hand and kind of that O form to pump a little bit on the, the second half of his cock while he's just using my mouth however he wants. And that's how this whole thing ended, him face-fucking me, which, again, I never thought that that was really going to be a thing. But it went on for a while, too. I mean, it was a lot of... And just, once again, slobber going all over the place. I have stuff all over my face. I am sweating. He is sweating. Neither of us care at all. And he stops, and he just kind of grabs me and almost, like, pulls me up to him, and we kiss again, and he's like, you are fucking amazing. And I was like, you are fucking amazing. And we laid for a few minutes and talked. It was so comfortable. Comfortable. He once again remarked at how hot it was that you didn't know that he was there. He's like, he'll be okay with this, right? And I said, absolutely. I wouldn't do it if he wasn't. He's like, well, then it's fucking hot. Yeah, listen, there is, again, I've been thinking a lot about it. it there is certainly a component to the, the cuck holding space that in my world, in my opinion, uh, overlaps the hot wife space. And there's something about not knowing almost any of the details other than, hey, I've got a date. You don't need to know who it's with. Just know that, you know, I'll be okay and you need to leave for a couple of hours. To be fair, I didn't even say date. You just no. assumed because I'm a fucking slut. Yeah, I just assumed that that's what was going on. You actually didn't say you were meeting anyone. No. That's just, you know, that's my go-to. Well, I guess obviously. why else would I want you out of the house? There's yeah, really that's no fair. Reason. Yeah. But not knowing who, not knowing how long, knowing nothing essentially really kind of lent itself to a different intensity uh, for me, which, you know, and I guess part of it was I was comfortable in that I didn't think you were going to have someone over that I didn't already know. So I wasn't concerned about that. The truth of the matter is you could have, and I wouldn't have known, which is just as hot. Well, I was, I'm smart about things. That's why I'm saying maybe you need to give me a little bit more reins. Well, that's what I'm saying. If you did that, how would I know until it was over? Yeah. You know, so there's definitely something to be said for it. I think there is um, a world in which I will live in both of those spaces for sure. So like I said, a lot more of kind of a simmery session and a very assertive Sean that I was receiving in that moment and I loved that I also loved kind of the playing with your mind that I was doing in that moment it was a very kind of intellectual play session for me in that way because I was dealing with a lot of different components that I don't usually experience during a play session and it was very exciting for me I felt myself revved up being with him but even more so when he left so he walks out the door I text you immediately like I'm done come home right. and I think you even said wow that was long or something along those lines and the whole time I'm waiting for you to come home, I'm just itching with anticipation. And of course, I knew the second you walked in the door, you were going to ask whom I was with. I still didn't tell you. No, I didn't. Actually, you didn't tell me till like the next day. I don't yes. Think. So yeah, there is a lot to be said for that. And I enjoy it. So, you know, giving up a little bit more of that control to you, I think makes makes sense for me at this point. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a secret session, kind of. Yeah. I mean, again, you knew I was playing, but I had this dirty little secret that I was saving, and I wanted you to be thinking about that, and I want to do more of those types of things. I I think often we talk about upping the ante when it comes to hot wifing, and when I, I think when most people think about that, they're like, oh, it's a gangbang, it's six dudes, or it's right. you know you're gonna be airtight, you're gonna have one in each hole or something. But there are so many ways that you can take it to the next level intellectually that have nothing to do with the number of people or the acts. It's yeah, much more so sure. the pieces that are put in place and how they're put in place that make it far more interesting than group sex or other things ever could be. Yeah, I think that's the, I think that's how you up the ante. I don't think it has anything to do with the number of participants or the actual interaction. Well, it could, itself. but it doesn't have to. Yeah, not for me. For me, it's a different thing. It's, it's much more mental than that for yeah. me. Well, and I know that about you, so I want to be able to provide more of that for you. And through this experience, I also learned that I want more of that. I want more of the creativity in our play sessions. Well, that's just it. I think that's part of the the differences in, in couples in this space, right? Because we've seen them, we know them, we've met them, they're our friends. There are couples who play in the hot wife space, cuckold space, who want to, where the gentleman wants to be there. He wants to watch. Someone like that might really benefit from multiple guys as opposed to just one, right? Where for me and guys like me who don't necessarily need to be there or want to be there, it's a mental picture that they're drawing. It's more important that the unknown is more important, yeah. I think, than anything else. You know, so whether there are multiple guys or not, you don't know it. 
and that's the part I think that's the, the hottest for me. Not so much the act itself, for sure. Well, I think you'll be hearing a lot more of that on the show, you guys. A lot more creativity in, in the way that we're playing because this turned me on and I know it turned you on too. So yeah, for sure. I loved it. I think Sean is amazing and I'm so glad that I got to play with him again and I can't wait to talk about him more. In fact, we have a play session potentially scheduled for this week if we can make it work. Although this week is looking very fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So we'll see. But if you guys want to hear more about our time in New York City, about our event in Phoenix, we talked about details that you are only going to hear on our bonus episodes. You're not going to hear it anywhere else. So make sure you tune into our bonus episodes by joining us at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. You can also get access to our now two Telegram groups. We have our original chat as well as the Ladies of the Lifestyle chat. So great places to come and connect with supportive, wonderful lifestylers from across the world. And there's tons of other bonuses, too, as a thank you for sponsoring us in the show. So again, find all that information at patreon.com slash front porch swingers. A very big thank you to our newest members who this week are Sean, Mark, Jacqueline, and John. Thank you guys for hopping on board with us. Make sure you find all of our... Our events coming up, members.frontporchswingers.com has it all, including splash takeovers happening June 2nd through the 5th. We're so excited to be hosting a pool party and doing some other fun stuff there that weekend. So if you plan to be there, make sure you shout out. Uh, make sure you reach out to us to let us know or if you're going to book make sure you do so at members.frontporchswingers.com and you can find all the rest of our events there as well find us on social media we're on twitter at fp swingers instagram at fps pod media tiktok at front porch swingers and youtube at front porch swingers and what else do we have We've got a whole lot of stuff coming up party this weekend party on the 21st everything happening in vegas this month i think we're here this month all month long which is awesome oh, and yes. then more fun in may may 20 21 we're going to be putting up our denver event in july here very soon july 23rd will be the next denver event those tickets are going to go on sale real soon do not hesitate for that one folks it will be sold out and much like the first one it's going to be fucking awesome i cannot wait so stick around oh lots going on guys make sure you keep up with us every week and thank you so much for listening thanks everybody